0: What's going on, y'all? It is I, Tevinel Choppo Friends call me Chop, and we're back with another episode of Chop Logic. The show where we bring on many different people from many different walks of life, and give them an interview, and then we give them some trivia to see what they really know. Now, this particular episode is going to be real special because this is the first episode we ever recorded for Chop Logic, even before it was called Chop Logic. So, if you don't see the words Chop Logic ever come up again in the video, just know that that's why. You know, so shout out to my boy Javier for being our guest. And that's it. Don't forget to like, subscribe on YouTube. And I'll see you next time. On to the video. All righty. Welcome to the Nameless Podcast. I am your host, Tevin El Chapo, with a special guest in here today. Um, This is the man, the myth, the legend, my brother himself, man, Javier, a.k.a. Exclusive, man. How you doing? How y'all doing? You know what I'm saying? Thank you so much. Coming through to the show, you know what I mean. Thank oh, you so much for you know support. Um, you know it's been we know each other. You know what I'm saying for a minute. That's my brother. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. So just for the people who don't know, like you know where are you from? Like what's your field? Like what do you want to get into? You know just talk to us. You know what I mean.
1: Bit bit. So uh, from Decatur, um, born and raised. Uh, my grandparents actually still stay in the same house I was like raised in. So that's. They've been there forty plus years. Uh, my field, I, I'm really multifaceted, but today we just gonna going we gonna focus on one, and that's just the automotive part. So I love cars, trucks, boats, anything with a motor, and that shit go fast. You know what I'm saying? That's me. Cool. Oh, cool. What made you get into it? Um, uh, to be honest with you, uh, I really don't know, my my boy. Like I just know, like one day I was. Like you know how you like riding the car on the expressway yeah and you watching like motorcycles go by or a loud car go by for sure ever since then like i just been hooked and my mom she used to have this uh this this uh hot wheels uh this 68 uh fastback mustang i remember it like it's silver uh and it's got like black and red pin and it got louvers on the back Bitch, hard. Mm, it was hard, hard bro. Hard. I was like, this a hard-ass Hot Wheels. But, uh, shit, even as a little boy, my mom used to buy me uh, Hot Wheels. Like, like they used to be... I think Hot Wheels used to be, like, 75 cents. So, my mom used to just be, like, pick you out one, you know what I'm saying? Pick out a couple of um, you know what I'm saying? Or they was, like, a dollar. She was, like, you got $5, so pick out, you know what I'm saying, five of them or whatever, you feel me? And then, you know what I'm saying, we'll go from there. So, I think by the time I was like 8 or 9 I had like 30 hot wheels and then uh one christmas they bought me a, a like a roller uh book bag full of hot wheels like it wow. was like full like it was like 30 different hot wheels i said this more hot wheels than i own right now like <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i mean i guess like it was just then and my mom like she seen like the interest that i had like in cars so she just Always kept me around it. that's what's up, man
0: that's what's up man. so in terms of just in cars and everything like who, you th- who do you consider your biggest influence? you already spoke on your mom and anything, but you know any mentors that you had in your time and your experiences like
1: uh yeah, so um as far as like mentors um hmm. That's kind of hard because I haven't really operated in the in the automotive world in the sense that I really want to yet. Um, Like I want to do like modification, high end modification. So I've only worked at uh, NTB, so like maintenance work. Um, But even working there, uh, it was a a mechanic named uh, Mario. I've been working at NTB for three years mario was the first person to really show me how to do everything like how to do suspension work how to do engine work like he was the first mechanic that wasn't scared to show me like how to eat that nigga really like showed me how to eat for real and like i, I to this day like i owe everything that i know to him because like everything else like it was it was self-taught like a bunch of youtube videos you know what i'm saying hours on hours of just scouring like forums and stuff like that, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But Mario, shout out wherever you at, you know what I'm shout saying? Shout out to my Mario boy, there, man. Shout like, out to him. Uh, to be honest with you, uh I just heard I think he got his own shop. So Okay. You know okay. what I'm saying? Cool, cool, cool. my boy. Definitely. But, um but yeah, uh he probably like I'll say like right now he probably my biggest mentor uh that that has like really touched my life. But I'm I'm in a or I was in a car group with a bunch of uh, guys, you know what I'm saying? Like our age or whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, Brandon, Keontae, uh, Brandon. <laughs> uh, yeah, just, just to name a few people. Like, um, they, are uh, Instagram handles, uh, Brandon, uh, Fly Life Jock. Uh, Keontae is, uh, your favorite mechanic, go figure. Um, and then, uh, other Brandon is uh, Brando, I believe. But uh, yeah, just real, like real car, like guys, like not that play-play, like they don't own, like no little Mustang, no little Camaro, like Brandon. The real big boy type. Real big boy type. Like Brandon, honestly, uh, Fly Life Jock, Brandon need his own show, like for real. Like the boy got some serious heat cooked up, like got, like, three cars, like, in his backyard that literally he could crank up right now. Whoop. Like... Oh, he on that, uh,
0: that Carlos Miller type joint.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Like, like, and he, like, and some of his stuff, like, still gotta get built, but still, just, like, where where he came from and everything like that, like, I... Shout out to you, my boy. Shout out to you. Yeah,
0: much love, much love, man. For sure. For sure. You know, it's a lot of dope stuff, man. Like, what would you consider, like, some of your biggest accomplishments up to this point. You know, it don't have to necessarily be in cars or automotives or anything, but just in life in general or even something that might have took you into that path that really, like, was, like, major for you.
1: Uh, Let's see. Um, And it's kind of, like, cliche, but I want to say, like, my biggest accomplishment in life right now is my son. Like, even to this day, I'm still, like, realizing how heavy, like, he played a part in my life, even though, like, he we're not really in each other's lives like that. Like, yeah. that was a pivotal, like, pivotal point in my life from what I was... Like, literally, I went from hobby to exclusive, and then when I had my son, I went from exclusive to hobby here. Like, I had to be on my grown man shit. So for sure. For sure. Like, that's probably, like, my biggest ac- accomplishment is, like, uh having my son and then... uh finding life like purpose in life again because before I was just aimlessly like you know what I'm saying like, you you know yeah I already know what <laughs> so we all go through it you know what I mean you feel me so like uh, that's probably my biggest accomplishment is just finding like purpose in life and living purposely like making every day count
0: definitely definitely man even in the same on the other side like what's been like some of your biggest challenges just going through the journey you know what I mean
1: biggest challenges yeah. uh Probably my son, like the the yeah. situation around my son. Uh I I don't like I'm a self proclaimed real nigga, like you know how everybody is. But like I ain't never when I when my son was born or my son uh was conceived, I never like had the idea in my head to like down his mom, you feel me? So like the hardest thing for me has been like to really like keep pushing forward and like it always feel like you know what I'm saying something taking you back like 10 steps um and it's almost like uh like somebody trying to trick you off your street you know off the yeah. street you know what I'm saying like trying to trick you out your spot um but other than like that's probably been like the biggest thing in battling like uh anxiety depression you know what I'm saying stuff yeah. like that that's probably the biggest like the biggest challenge I had in my life for sure
0: man for sure i know how it is man you know life is always gonna throw you curveballs but you just gotta find a way to maneuver one way or another you know what i mean you still like stood up you know what i'm saying still tall on your own feet and you know just, you should know, always be respectful and you know, always be you know commended for that you know what i mean for it's sure. not enough black man really just trying you know what i mean like there's a lot yeah. of us who feel like you know we don't have to necessarily try as hard or if we in a, a jam situation we just like give up like but You know, you can't give up on nothing and nobody. You know what I mean? You just got to keep it moving. You got to stay strong as much as possible. You know what I mean? So uh, I guess my next question really would be like, in terms of just getting into your mode, your process of like, when you're dealing with cars or just anything like that, like how do you usually like get into your creative space to really do what needs to be done?
1: I mean, to be honest with you, like, uh, headphones in, like anybody, anybody who done worked with me, uh if you see this video y'all can comment like they'll tell you like headphones in like if i'm at work the headphones is in the music is playing i'm on one speed and that's go like cars make sense to me cars math numbers and like them the only two things that make sense to me so like i don't have to explain nothing i don't have to talk like that's it's just it's second nature it's like the back of my hand like I know i know it's there you know what i'm saying yeah. so uh it's no real like no real routine you know what i'm saying but if i got them headphones in it's it
0: that's what's up man definitely like music first and foremost catalyst of my life and your life everybody's lives man i don't know anybody who can cap like they don't listen to music like they don't have music to get into their mode you know what i'm saying whenever i'm doing photo shoots things of that nature i always gotta play a song you know what i mean yeah. So I'm like, what is like, what's in your playlist in those times? Like, does the playlist change depending on what you're doing? Or is it just like whatever you're feeling at that time?
1: Man, like, all over the place. Like, my Apple Music look like like I should have been a producer or something, to be honest nah, with you. For like for real, facts. Genres all over the place. It really, it really don't matter. Like, if it vibe, like, it's going to get played. Like, I cannot be sad and listen to a sad song and be like, this shit riding, like, you know what yeah, I'm saying? So, like, uh, R&B, gospel, rock, uh, shit, even classical music sometimes, like, and that, like, i I say this, like, classical music sometimes, like, put me in a different, like, headspace because, like, at first it was hard for me to listen to classical music because I am yeah. like, it's too slow, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I ain't not yeah. really get it, but I took a music class, uh in one of my many tries at college, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, and, like, literally, the way music is uh, structured now is built off of classical music. For sure. Definitely. Like, Beethoven, like, beta, like, gonna Thug, everybody out right now, like, they big up, you know what I'm saying, everybody in the rap game, they need to big up Beethoven, bro. Like nah, for sure. He like this man literally was like the first person who wrote in stanzas, and people was looking at this man like
0: looking crazy
1: as hell, bro. Like, what are you doing? Like, changing uh, like three writing stuff in three four time or four four time, and people was like, what people was just listening like used to listening to music like oh this is just what you play right like nah this man like they really structured it and you know what I'm saying? He was like, nah, and then even in this structure, like it can be changed. Facts. So like, uh,
0: yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. Classical has always been something that I've been bumping on and off. Um, Shout out to Eric Sadie too, man. If We talking about classical composers, you know what I'm saying? He was one of the first people to create like dissonance in their songs, you know what I'm saying? So you talk about people like Thug and Gunning, people like that, you know what I mean? Like a lot of like the dissonance and how they do it kind of right. came from that too. Right. You know what I mean? So just music is always the soundtrack of life. You know what I'm saying? Sure. What you going through. It's like I be in the car sometimes and just like damn, whatever mood I'm in, the radio will just kick some random song just because, bro. You know what I'm saying? Just like that matches the perfect mood or whatever it is. I could be happy as fuck. And then... Um, and I'm happy we will start coming you on and some I'm, shit like that. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, it could be anything, you know what I mean? Yeah. You could be feeling your way about, you know, your relationship situation. For real. And then cut the radio on, here come Drake. You dig you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, it could be anybody, you know what I mean? For real. You know, so just definitely music's always been a good look, man. But, like, in terms of just, like, more so, like, the things that you've done, the projects that you've gotten into, what would you say was, like, the most interesting project that you had? No cap.
1: When I worked on your car. Yeah, well yeah, talk about so. it. Man. Talk about it. <laughs> talk about it. So uh my boy came to me uh and was telling me that his car kept leaking oil, like he kept having to put like a quarter oil in it like every day. So I'm like, all right, just bring it to me, you know what I'm saying? I'll look at it. So um after looking at it, I think uh what did we change? I think we changed the in what was it? Uh manifold gasket
0: Oh, you remember I ain't Basically, yeah, up.
1: like basically uh he needed like two gaskets changed and oh, the oil pan gasket was leaking um and then the intake uh gasket was leaking as well. So the intake gasket was was fine. Like getting to that was fine, cause uh you know you just take stuff apart, you know what I'm saying the top, put it yeah. together, boom, bam. That oil pan gasket though, what I didn't know before I agreed to this, and any for any advice for any novice, uh mechanic or any you know what I'm saying do-it-yourself person or whatever. Look up go on Google bro Google is your friend like Google nah, is for the real. Way. no matter what you' doing so um looked it up or whatever um and it's this uh it's a tool at uh at all car shops or whatever they have a subscription service called uh mitchell um and it uh it basically tells you how long a job should take and it tells you uh the common problems issues and then the fixes for it. So, Mitchell, it actually tells you that you have to take the engine, like, out of the, out of the car. Yeah. My shop didn't have an engine stand to take the motor out of the car. So, Mario. Shout out to Mario. now. Shout out to Mario. What? Showed me a way how to raise the motor up just enough. Well, really, we took all the suspension parts of your car. Like, basically, the whole bottom of your car came down.
0: Yeah, wasn't it like a piece that was like melted on or something crazy? So,
1: thing? yeah, I, uh, to be honest with you, I don't even remember what it was. So, uh, we had to take apart the headers, um, the exhaust, and the nuts were uh, rusted on. Mm-hmm. So, we had to break them, then cut them, then re- yeah, drill it out, then put a nut. Yeah, so... Yeah, a whole, a whole a whole like lot of it water. was a whole lot. Yeah, a whole lot of lot of, um. And but any like what was funny or why I say like that was my my like greatest project or most interesting project was because I went into it and didn't know anything and literally, I learned like, I learned how to take apart an entire car just from like doing your uh oil pan gasket. So, all the suspension work that I never got to do, I did on your car. All the, uh, like, engine work and, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, all that stuff, like, I got to do when I worked on your car. And that gave me a chance to prove to the people at my job, like, that, hey, bro, like, he actually can't do this. For sure, for sure, you know what I'm saying? As we can see, the car still running. Still running, running yeah, man. You know what we I'm still
0: here to this day, baby. Shout out to my girl, Lori, man. She outside, parked up. You know what I'm saying? Hey. We still <laughs> rocking, man. 10 years,
1: almost 10 years.
0: Damn, what year is this?
1: This is 20, 20 22? 22. Nine years. Yeah,
0: Nine real. years, man. Hey. Anybody who's seen that car, seen me. You dig what I'm saying? Associate that with me now. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, shout out to my guy right here. You know what I'm saying? He definitely held me down. I was jammed up. Bro, I didn't have a oh wait, that was like a week and some
1: change. I ain't had a car, bro. A week and some change, 'cause uh what was we waiting on? Gaskets. Uh yeah, about a mm. Yeah, about a week and yeah, about a week and some change. We was waiting on uh parts to come in. And uh of course, like, you know, when you're working on your friends stuff, they allow you to work on it, but it's kinda like second, like you know what I'm saying, yeah, to everything you know I mean? else that's going on. So I still had like you know customers that were oil changes and tires right, and right. stuff like that you know so helped them with that or whatever and then every every little chance every little free time that I got it was right back to it so it it was definitely worth it though like it definitely it like I still go to sleep sometimes like you know what I'm saying to this day like thinking about like dang bro I did that shit
0: Hey, you believe it? I appreciate this shit. I appreciate it like a motherfucker, bro. You know we oh, still no out problem. here. You know what I'm saying? We still, we still making it. You hey, know what I'm saying? It. Like yeah. off of that, you know people will try and get you. People will be so quick <laughs> to try and get you out your car, bro, for oh, one man. reason or another, bro. Oh man, and I'm yeah. like, bro, like it's about longevity. You know man, what I'm saying? The,
1: another thing, if you got any car problem, nine times out of ten, somebody else had the problem and they went to Google. Go on Google, go on YouTube. I ain't saying go to YouTube or yeah, YouTube and Google, and then think that you can go and fix it. That's not what I'm saying.
0: It depends, but most of the time, get a professional. You dig you know Get saying? a
1: professional to do it. But at least you know what you're looking for. You know what I'm saying? Like you ain't going in like this, and this this another thing too. If you take your car in for an oil change. And they come back and they tell you stuff that needs to get fixed. They're not trying to take your money. They're just trying to let you know what's wrong with your car. So just take the advice and leave. Oh, you, don't, like, you don't have to pay for everything that's wrong with the car. For sure. Just pay for the oil change. Take the little paper and skedaddle. You know what I'm saying? Like Get on the body there. But keep that paper, though and keep and keep in mind everything that they told you was wrong with the car because when you start talking yeah uh, my car making this weird noise well it wasn't making that weird noise when they was telling you, you need to get xyz changed so that that's all i'm saying like just take everything and uh like uh with a grain of salt but also like keep it in the forefront you know what I'm saying? especially when you're talking about your car cuz that that's your Yeah, that's
0: your mode of transportation, man. You need that as much as possible. That's your money, right there. You know, know that's your money, your everything. Like it really is. You know, shit hit
1: the fan. That motherfucker need to be able to. You know what I'm saying? Like to be on go, on rubble for real. So, and you need to be able to be safe. Like it's a lot of it's a lot of stuff people don't know. Like car maintenance is a big, big thing, and a lot of people don't know. Like it's a lot of men who don't know. But yeah. what's crazy is, it's not a lot of men, or it's not a lot of people, period, in the field that's willing to teach people. They'll rather true. charge you for it. Very true. That's not me. I Like, I'd rather tell you, but if I tell you, you're going to go out there and do it? Probably, probably not. not you know I mean? <laughs> probably not. You know, you, you probably don't have the time, you don't have the tools, or you don't have the money to go and buy the extra tools. Like, it's not cheap. It's like, not at all. So yeah man like but i I ain't never against like uh teaching somebody like so that you can know for yourself on how to like on how to keep your wheels turning basically for sure man for sure
0: you know what i'm saying so definitely like just in terms of just working on cars like what would you consider to be like how do you handle i guess i want to say tight deadlines you know what i'm saying like you know you got a car coming in you got multiple cars coming in a lot of stuff need to be fixed, but you only got X, Y, Z amount of time to get it done. Like, so if you was like on a real deadline, like, how do you usually manage
1: those types of situations? So uh, you usually knock out... Uh, okay, i just put it to you. When you bring a car in, you're going to jack it up, right? Uh, you put it in the air. Yeah. Take all the tires off, do an oil change or whatever, and then you look to see what it is you need to fix or what you want to fix uh, or not what you want to fix, but like in, in order of importance, you know what I'm saying? Like boom, yeah. boom, 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 boom. Then you go back to the, the customer and you allow them to tell you what their deadline is. Like if they need their car back by the end of today or they don't need their car back to tomorrow, then okay, cool, all right, I know I got this, this, all right, if they coming back tomorrow to get the car or we telling them it's going to take till tomorrow, you know what I'm saying, yeah. to, uh, to do your car. You try to do as much as you can on that car for that day. But also you want to keep bringing money in. So if I get stuck on a, uh, on a big project, right, and you working with me, yeah. I'm going to give you all the all the other stuff that I was doing, I'm going to give that all to you. That's going to help you because you're going to start bringing in more labor hours. So like the oil changes and stuff, like I'll bring the car in, you know what I'm saying, jack the car up, raise it up, and then you uh, drain the oil out of it, put oil in it, you know what I'm saying, I'll back it out and so you can keep doing what you got to do and then I can yeah. get back to my big project. Right. So that's usually how it happens. It's uh, it's in order of, uh, it's a hierarchy system as well. So, like, your lead mechanic usually has all the stuff that's going to take a couple of days or specialty work because he's the one who can do it the fastest because he's the most knowledgeable. Then you have a second in charge, and then you have usually a third, and then you have everybody else. Like, usually everybody else is a tire tech or a lube tech, as they call it. So, like, deadlines, okay, I put it like this. Deadlines are usually handled uh, through... Uh, not dissemination, um but uh I'm coming up with all big words. I'm thinking dereliction, it's not even that. Um Ain't like you better than me. Just uh just like giving everybody something to do. It work like a like a factory. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like these these four people do oil changes. They're gonna handle a lot of oil changes. If it gets right. real heavy Then another person will go to oil changes, you know what I'm saying? Until they can, like, kind of manage the flow. But that come with being, that come with having good people. And then that come with the system that y'all use. It has to be effective. It can't just be, oh, it worked for me. It's got to be able to work for everybody. So when when that goes on, then deadlines is nothing. Like, it gets handled. Got you, got you.
0: I mean, okay. so in terms of just your field and everything you do, like what does success look like for you? It don't even necessarily have to be just cars necessarily, but just in general, just life, like in terms of success in your life, what does that look like for you?
1: Okay. Uh, in my field, I'll answer that in two parts. Go ahead. So um, in my field, success looks like a pleased customer. As long as I made the customer feel or I've done everything that the customer asked me to do and sometimes even more and the customer is pleased, I'm successful. Like I I, I don't have nothing else, you know what I'm saying, to to really ask for out of that situation. In gotcha. um, life, um, as long as the people around me um are good, I can continue to and it, it has nothing to do with monetary, uh, or really even being able to, to like do favor for favor. Like it's really just when somebody sees me or they uh, and I see them, it's love. Like so, sure. I guess I measure my success in life on, in love.
0: That's what's up, man. Definitely, I'm in the same boat, man. Like the amount of love you spread, the amount of love you got, it's really that's what all that matters at the end of the day. You know, I'm saying like. Money comes and goes, you know what I'm saying? The cars come and go, you know, like, even, like, relationships, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, bro. like, that can come and go, too. Like, everything's temporary, man, but love will last forever, man. Forever. The love you have for people, the love you have for yourself gonna last, like, way longer than anything else out here, you know what I mean? Anything. So, it's just all about, for one, loving yourself, and then for two, just making sure that you have that love to just spread to others as best you can, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, just definitely, man, that's what's up, that's what's up. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the nameless podcast. All right. Now it's time to have a little fun. This is the game <laughs> show trivia section of the show. Okay. You know what I mean? Now in this section, you're going to have five questions. Each question is worth $5. you get a question, right? You get extra five. You get it wrong. You get jack shit. righty, <laughs> Plain and simple. You know what I'm saying? All questions will be catered to your specific field with your field being in cars and automotives. Of course yours is gonna be more car related. So we're gonna go ahead. I'm gonna hit you with the very first question, which is including screws, nuts, and bolts. Roughly how many parts does the average car have? I'm gonna let you think about that before I give you the choices. Is one second of just casual thinking in your mind and spirit. I'm gonna okay. read it again, including screws, nuts, and bolts. Roughly how many parts does the average car have? So your options are A, 10,000, B, 20,000, C, 30,000, or D, 40,000. Yeah, it's a head scratcher. I already know. I already know. That's why we're here. That's why we do it, oh.
1: Fo. Yeah, for real. Uh...
0: No such thing as a wrong answer, except for the wrong answers.
1: Right. Um, so parts.
0: Including screws, nuts, and bolts. All included.
1: Well, you find me a car with a screw and then
0: you get you get it. Yeah, <laughs> you I'm, get the so, point <laughs> yeah,
1: You got you got a a hoop deep, you got some screws in your shit. Um uh, uh, okay.
0: Want the answer choices again Yeah give
1: me the answer right, it's 10, right. 20, 30, 40 Yeah 10,000 20,000 10,
0: 30,000 40,000 I'll give you a hint It is one of those four
1: Thanks Anytime um, <laughs> I'ma go I'ma go ooh, Wow Including nuts and bolts Now that is the tricky one Asking all the
0: tough questions early. Yes, sir. Yeah. Got to.
1: I'm going to go with 20,000.
0: 20,000. That's B. Is that your final answer? Yeah. That is incorrect. The answer was C. 30,000. 30, mm. Yeah. That. Yeah. It's a tough one. I ain't going to blame you. Look. That's what we're here for. <laughs> Look, that's exactly why we're here. All right. Question number two. Typically... The first thing to wear out on a car is blank. Again, typically, the first thing to wear out on a car is... I'm gonna give you a second to think about that. All right, so the answer choices are A, camshaft drive belt, B, brake pads, C, transmission, or D, seat belt. Um, I'm
1: going to go with brake pads
0: Brake pads That's your final answer?
1: My final answer
0: Incorrect <laughs> Hey man look Google told me this So Google wrong bro, Look that's what we saying Yeah so but what
1: did Google say?
0: Google says it's A The camshaft drive belt
1: Okay, that excuse me. Okay, review. America, okay hold, on, wait, <laughs> sorry, America. <laughs> okay, hold on. Wait, sorry. America. Okay, hold on, wait. Sorry. America. Sorry. Sorry. So riddle me this, okay? Just <laughs> let's just fucking go here, okay? Let's just fucking go here. Cause I'm fucking Google on. Um how many times have you taken your car to get the what? The cam tensioner belt? Cam shaft drive belt. Cam shaft drive belt.
0: I can't even tell you where that is on the car, but I tell you that's what Google said, and I tell you more than one source on Google said that, so I had to triple check that one. It didn't sound right to me either, bro. I don't you make these definitely rules. Definitely
1: change your brake pads <laughs> way before you gonna change a camshaft drive belt.
0: Hey man, look, I don't make the rules. I do make the rules, but I kind of got to live by them now, so that's kind of what it is. <laughs> I'm sorry. It seemed right, what you said seemed right, but Google said you wrong. So I don't know who to trust. I really don't, I got trust issue. So we just gonna go ahead to the next question. Wow. <laughs> uh, hey man, look, if it was gonna be easy, look, we wouldn't even be doing it. You dig what I'm saying? <laughs> so, all right, okay. All right, I feel like this may be an easier one. This car is considered the first full-sized muscle car. Give you a second to think. This car is considered the first full-sized muscle car? Your choices are A, the Ford Mustang, B, the Chevrolet Chevelle SS, C, the Chrysler C100, or D, the Oldsmobile Rocket 88? These are some tough questions, I'm not gonna lie.
1: He said this is easier. I mean, Uh, easier
0: than that one because I swear that last one was debatable as hell, but...
1: Debatable. You can't even <laughs> tell me what a camshaft <laughs> belt.
0: I don't look, bro. That's Google, bro. That's Google. Google
1: told me that. Google yeah. don't even know what the fuck that is. Um Google can't show you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but they'll tell you what it is. I'm damn you know, I'm finna, I'm gonna look that up in a minute. Um yeah, we'll, we'll
0: review that one
1: after the questions. But yeah. Uh you said the first full size muscle car. The first right?
0: full size muscle car. A Ford Mustang, B Chevrolet Chevelle SS. C, Chrysler C100
1: Or D, Oldsmobile Rocky 88 What the hell is a full size muscle car? Because what's size. a half size one?
0: Again, Google my nigga I don't know the difference I've never seen a half size I, I
1: want to. Yeah, but yeah, I I do, after, after this, we're going to definitely get on Google and See where you got these questions right Now
0: I will say this though The answer to this question I will give one hint the car was made in 1949. I remember that. And it was, in fact, the first muscle car that was made in 1949. And then everything else on this list came after that. In
1: 1949? 1949. 1949. Okay. So that's not the Mustang. It's not the Chevelle. Uh, it's probably the Oldsmobile Rocket 88.
0: Is that your final answer?
1: Yeah, because what's the third one? What's third the third one? one
0: was the Chrysler C100. Oh, shit. Here we go.
1: Chrysler. Whatever you The Chrysler you. C what? Chrysler C100. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Oldsmobile. So, it's your final answer? Yeah. Because we said a full-size... I'm finna look this up.
0: Correct. Look at you. Yes, the Oldsmobile Rocket 88 did in fact come out in 1949. Yes. Yeah, you that are was uh, correct.
1: That was a uh, dirt uh, dirt track racing back then. Yes, um, sir. Hey, see, come on.
0: I told you it was easier. You know what I'm saying?
1: I told you. I you told guys watch you. Cars? Doc Hudson, the Hornet. That's a real car. Anyway,
0: you know. What I'm saying? Let's get to the next question. Next question. So, if you were driving a car at sixty miles per hour, mm-hmm. about how long will it take for you to drive to the moon? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I told you <laughs> these questions ain't gonna be easy, bro. Right? I'm trying to keep my money. What are you talking about? <laughs>
1: because technically, this has nothing to do with automotive. You would have to know how many miles the moon is from.
0: Hey man, I don't make the rules. And actually,
1: <laughs> factually, you going 60 miles an hour driving a car isn't going to allow you to make it to the moon.
0: Hey, man, listen,
1: listen. So, you explain to me how I'm going Multiple? to take my car from
0: Earth. This is all a hypothetical in terms of just time.
1: Oh, okay. So distance. if I was just.
0: So let's say you had a magic school bus going 60 miles per hour. No, 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 it's okay. You Find know a what?
1: way to hit the moon. I got one better. So, Jimmy Neutron. Jimmy Neutron, untapped. The movie. The movie. When they uh went to the amusement park and everybody had, they got them, uh, whatever, they spaceships. They when was they going went, stupid. Yeah. And yeah, they had to team up. You yeah. Know what yeah. I mean? Okay. So. Like right, them aliens. 60, so, how long did it take Jimmy Neutron to get from.
0: I mean, Jimmy Neutron, to be fair, he went to space without a helmet or nothing. Like, he was just. They all the did. Air. Yeah, they was. Yeah, I space. was expecting like, was to nothing. see them,
1: like, blow up, you know, blow And then explode,
0: yeah. no lung challenges, yeah. none of that Okay, shit. Uh, straight 60 the,
1: miles an hour. So,
0: at 60, it was Do you you not,
1: how many miles is it from here to the moon?
0: I can't really answer that in terms of oh. what we're doing right now. <laughs>
1: hey Siri. And you
0: can't ask that right now either. I can't even. I can't even allow that. Either. That um, got kind of. So here are the options. Okay. Well, okay. Yeah. We have what the the options. options? Yeah. There we go. So it's A, fifteen days. B, six
1: months. C, two years. D, five years. Uh, sixty million an hour. What was it, A? A is fifteen days. Okay. Now nah, it's uh. Probably five years You sure? Six months Yeah
0: That's your final answer? Final answer That is incorrect Big dog It's gonna be six months
1: oh, okay Cool Alright It's not that long Ain't Not that long at all Yeah not that long you know Okay
0: You really be back Before Christmas You dig what I'm saying So Really before the summer Even hit Honestly Well You, mm. you probably get that Right at July like right, July ish. Right yeah, I'm
1: saying yeah. Well, you okay. said six months.
0: Yeah, six months. You know, it's January right now. So, yeah, it's probably like July, August. You know what I'm i mean,
1: July. I'm gonna get there in July.
0: You're right. You're gonna be true. So, you're gonna get there. It's gonna take another six to get back. So, really, you'll be back like this time next year. Yeah. So, but it'll be a hell of a trip. You know what I'm saying? One hell of a trip. Hell of Especially a trip.
1: 60 miles an hour in a car. Hey, you right. I could only man. like. Cause like my thing is like, you driving on the street, right? At what point do that motherfucker go? At what point are you driving 60 miles per hour to the moon
0: that you like, you know what? I'm gonna stay at 60 miles per hour and just not even go 80, 90, 100 to just get- I'm not point.
1: finna talk that bitch up. Like i just not- wanna
0: go average, just right at 60. Just take my foot off. As soon as I start going a little bit faster, just, all right. All right, oh 65, oh, mm-hmm. right, just 60,
1: just okay. 60. 60.
0: All right, man. Yeah. Like I said, these weren't meant to be easy questions (laughs) at all. You know what I'm saying? Definitely got to. Hey, you come on the show. You got to be on your toes. You dig what I'm saying? (laughs) You never know. You never know. So the last question. What is the device called that keeps the engine from overheating? I feel like this one got to be this one got to be. Easier question,
1: okay. I want to hear the the answer choices choices. first. All right, so again, what is the device? I thought brake pads was easy. (laughs) I'll give
0: you that one, that's very true. What is the device called that keeps the engine from overheating? A the water pump, B the radiator, C cooler, or D
1: converter. (laughs) I had to triple check this one too. It damn sure ain't the damn converter, okay. It's not C. And the first You said the water pump yeah. A
0: water pump B radiator And then C is cool Is it
1: keeps the engine cool
0: Yeah it keeps the engine From overheating
1: From overheating The radiator That's your final answer Actually no Actually no It's your water pump
0: Is that your final answer?
1: It's my final answer water pump water pump yeah
0: i hate to break it to you big dog but you are correct goddamn.
1: yeah because <laughs> yeah. the radiator keeps your coolant uh yep that's right Cool. Mm-hmm.
0: See, so, you know yeah so hey two out of five ain't bad you yeah, yeah, know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? yeah you know what i mean really like, three
1: out of uh <clears throat> but
0: yeah. you know what i mean just a little you know what i'm saying it don't take nothing but a little bit of straightening
1: yeah you just a little bit of straightening. <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs>
0: But well, hey, man, listen, man. I just want to say thank you so much for coming through to the show, my boy. You know it, You man, know what I'm saying? It's my brother for life. You know what I'm saying? You ever have any card, questions, comments, help, anything you need, just holler at him. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you shout your social media
1: out, man. Let them know how they can find you. Then you can find me on Instagram. Uh, I got two Instagrams, but only hit me up on one. 777-XCLSV. Uh, uh, That's exclusive. Uh, again, 777-XCLSV.
0: For sure, man. And don't forget, hey, follow me on social media, too. Tevin El Chopo, T-E-V-I-N-E-L-C-H-O-P-O. That's anywhere and everywhere you on social media. You dig what I'm saying? So thank you so much for coming through to the show, big
1: dog. I you know appreciate what? you. You know Again,
0: this has been the Nameless Podcast, where anyone can win anything if they get the question right. You dig what I'm saying?
1: Hey, I'll so y'all
0: next time. Y'all have a great day. God bless. Godspeed. We out this thing. We out this thing.